Welcome to the Power Up Podcast. Pull up on your hey, man, I'm sorry. Wow. Yeah. Honey, on my wrist, jumping out the roar. Yeah. Yeah. Who's here to split? She know how to party. Yeah. When I win my clip, we know how to party. Yeah. to the poor podcast it's your host i am mike lake and here with the gentlemen of shit division media as i introduce i got the homie steve cash in the building first off fuck your bitch and the click you claim okay i'm done sorry <laughs> dope song also got a homie john michael in the building what's good hello very different intro then steve. that's it <laughs> I, 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 I was trying to think of the complete opposite of what steve I'm said so <laughs> hello you, you're the guy that called present in class weren't you like when everybody's like here here President. Presidente. <laughs> That's the different word completely in Spanish than president. It's president. It worked. <laughs> and I uh, also got the homie Carrie in the building. What's good, Carrie? What's happening? Those who don't remember, I think Carrie's back from episode six-ish somewhere in that ballpark. He, he's a coach. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to young guru if y'all also don't yeah, remember man. the nickname. That's the homie. For sure. How you doing, brother? I'm cooler, man. How are you? I'm good, man. Beard looking good as far as... He looking happy to be here right now. Just he, look at his face. He's really <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he happy. Wait, you not happy to be here? I'm very happy, but I'm not. I'm happy because he happy. He <laughs> made me happy. He making me feel jolly to the motherfucker. I feel jolly right now. Nah, you ain't got enough weight to be jolly, man. You got to put on some weight. <laughs> like, positive energy, level, man. That's yeah, what it you're is, on man. one level and you see someone else that's so much happier than you and you just know you'll never get there. <laughs> like you were walking around Casperillo like, man, I'm drunk, but I'll never be that <laughs> It was 11, It was like 11.30. I'm driving to the spot I was going to pregame at, at Gasparilla. People was already passed out in the streets. Like, the parade don't even start for another four hours. How are you out already? Like, you've done. They're living. Uh, so, for those who don't know, we talked about it on uh, Masters of Banter last week. But uh, Gasparilla in Tampa is a Mardi Gras, and we had a good-ass time for those who made it. Um, I think two of the four of us made it. You didn't make it? Yeah, I ain't go to Gasparilla. Uh, shout out to your sick kids. I hope they get better. Uh, Jane was out there super high. don't remember shit. And carried his wife. Nah, man. I was uh, up in Orlando. I had a pro camp to coach. Y'all know Jason Taylor? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I was coaching at his camp oh, yesterday, shit. so I couldn't make it. At oh, how was that? Name it was tight, job. man. You know, it was very humbling. Defensive end for the Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> how'd you how'd you how'd you get there? Uh, I drove. Oh yeah. All right. Hey, yeah. That, that name drop was smooth as fuck. Yeah, I know. It sounds like you took hey. some other transportation. Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I drove. Oh, not the dick ride. <laughs> nah, man. It was a, a humbling experience because the camp was like for special needs kids. Oh yeah. Okay, that's what's up. So yeah, man. You know. The, right off the bat, let me ask you. They, they, so they try to admit Steve. you. <laughs> nah. <laughs> it was humbling because you was one of them. Nah, man. They tried to put the wrong wristband on you when you walked through. <laughs> nah, yo. It was, uh, you know, the, the things that make us, we complain about, man. Yeah. Those kids, man, they, the smallest so thing it, make them Was it happen. part of the Pro Bowl thing then? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. that's right. Because I was telling people when we were at Gasparilla, I was like, man, this has got to be a great week because people are going not only to the Pro Bowl throughout the week, then they can come over to Tampa for Gasparilla and then go back for the Pro Bowl. Go game. back, yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to ask you, Carrie, how does how does special needs sports work? I mean, does your special need have to fit the? And I'm not trying to be funny here, yeah. but can you play football if you can't walk? Um, well, they have like the Special Olympics. Mm-hmm. So what happened was the the company Pro Camp they linked up with Special Olympics, so they just set something up, you know, for them to do. So you like, play in the space that you can work in, pretty much. Okay. You know, and a lot of those children, man, that. They're, they're intellectual, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they might be autistic and yeah. be smart as shit, but just not physically able. It, That's... It's pretty much physically, you know what I'm uh-huh. saying? You can't throw a football or run or anything, man. But it, it was very fun, bro. And, and they, they have, like, the the biggest spirits inside of them, bro. Yeah. But major props to you for even taking part in that. Yeah, I man, salute. I told you last time, bro, bro, the things that you do as far as dedicating your time, because we ain't talking, like, you ain't making no multi-million dollar contract nah. for the coach that you do. This is just your time dedicated. Right. Major props to you for that. Appreciate bro. it, dog. Um, thanks for coming back, though, again, man. Sure. I had a good time last time, and these two fools on the other side of the table, <laughs> these fuckers are always here. I fuck with them. Yeah. But um, before we was on, we were having an in-depth conversation about hip-hop and where things are and where they came from. Uh, the question that was posed, the one that was most interesting to me, first off was the which was Eminem's best album. Mm. And I'll let y'all go around the table and say what y'all think, and All we'll come back and we'll restrike that combo. Uh, I say MMLP too. I'll start it off. The M&M show. 
That, that's what yeah. we got. Eminem show. show. We got two. Eminem yeah. show. We got two. We got three for Eminem show. And y'all know I'm the biggest Eminem fan here, and y'all wrong. You guys are just simply wrong, and I'm going to end the show what here. About B the show's Tom? over. The show's over. <laughs> Not playing what? What about B Rabbit? B Rabbit was was a pretty good rapper. B Rabbit, Eight Mile. Yeah. Eight. There was the same, soundtrack. Same guy. There was a couple <laughs> Eight Mile soundtrack tracks that were flames. Eight Mile Did Road. Did he win an Academy Award for that? Uh, the, like the that movie, soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That movie soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. That was yeah. a good. That was a good uh, soundtrack. I like that. Yeah, actually. yeah. You know, it was amazing. Actually, I still run that actually. Yeah, it was amazing. I still run that. Yeah, it's tight. I was a huge fan of the Eminem show, but I'm gonna tell you why MMLP was his best. Uh, it simply was the album that. It was like his thousand yard uh, Russian season. Um. It was a spider of a carrier. Was about to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> I had to save him. Carrier's getting bodied. By- <laughs> Either that or he would turn into Spider-Man in this bit. Um, no, no, I got a little distracted. But no, I, I say MMLP was his best one because, I mean, it was he had his dopest tracks on there. It was at the height of his career when he was in this shit, but he also made a very lyrical album. That Is that just, the one where he went on his mom? Like, went in Kim, on his mom? No, no, he, that was the one mostly directed at Kim. Yeah, actually, he okay. had a song on there called Kim yeah. where he literally killed her and her new boyfriend. <laughs> I don't know how you explain that to your kid. <laughs> Not that I didn't want to put hands on um, Mike's mom ever, but... I couldn't have made a whole <laughs> song about it and then be like, nah, I was just playing. Right, how do you explain that to your kid? Well, you, I think I, I think you just explain it as far as like that's just where the, that's the top, that's the spot I was in at, at that the at the time in my life. I no longer feel that way. I'm, I'm or, not, or, or you could or you could just run with that, Jamie. You could just be like, hey, it was paying the bill. Hey, it was entertainment. I'm not. I gonna, said I was gonna get your mom. It made me five was, bill. You I'm know, not gonna say it again. Yeah, I'm not gonna front when I used to spit those bars. I used to spit them a little vehemently. A little extra was on that. A little sauce, because I was feeling that at the time that I was going through my situation. That, But I ain't got to explain that to nobody, because I got a male child. Well, it's, 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 like, it's like WWE. You say some wild stuff like on like professional wrestling to entertain the audience. Every once in a while, I thought it was you're going to run there. Yeah, to, to, me, to me, it was a little bit deeper than that, though, because it ain't just like, JM, you know, at the end of the day, you talk a lot of shit, and I'm going to put my hands on you. No, it was, here's a very descriptive way of how it will kill you and your new boyfriend. And <laughs> no, nah, I'm just playing. Like he can, say, he can say what he wanted to say, but let's just keep it a hundred. Away from his from his bars, Eminem is a giant, a lyrical giant in his bars. But in real life, he can get his ass beat the fuck up. Oh yeah, like he's yeah, he's he's, 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 he's this little dude. Like I don't yeah. care about you. Yeah, you rap great, but just imagine if you kill his boyfriend and you hear you you hear nasally uh, ass Eminem rap. Like Little Wayne, like they both. You hear nasally ass Eminem rap. I'm laughing because yeah. I fully and agree. You will welcome that shit. Like bro, please run. I'm laughing because I fully agree. If M one of these hands, he can get beat by me right now. <laughs> Eminem has been chased across eight mile plenty of times by his own accord. By his own accord, he has been chased across even plenty of times. Even in the movie, he, he ran. He he's ran he's from constantly yeah. the car drove away. <laughs> so let's, so let's not act like no, Eminem can't stuck, catch it. He stuck that fight out in the movie when he pulled old boy off the hood. Y'all three one three pussy just he did. He pulled him off the hood. He got bailed out by Cheddar Bob shooting himself in the dick though. True. <laughs> but they he was bailed out. So he was bailed out by his Away from him being a lyrical giant. He's they, very regular in the real life world. But as soon as he come out that booth, he getting punched in the mouth. Hey, but in that booth, he stands. So oh, in that tall. booth, he's a he's a man. And when Nick was, was surprised by Renegade, I was just sitting there like y'all y'all just got y'all just got here. I Get out of here, dog! Everybody should have been surprised by Renegade. I should have been. I wasn't. You know, I wasn't. How do you? Uh, how will? How not? Please tell me how. Aren't you? Because of what? Because it's Jay. It's it's whole. It's whole in his M. And granted, by the masses, does the do say Eminem want um. Killed Hov on there, and mm-hmm. I agree he did. Mm-hmm. People do disagree and say that M didn't. Those people are wrong. It wasn't <laughs> by a landslide. That's, that's, no, 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 no. But you know, Carrie, understand what I'm yeah, saying. Eminem, like people, Eminem won the because if you go back and, and replay that track, Hov's is saying some shit in there. I, I do know. I, I know the track word for word, top to bottom. Um, but no, what I'm, I'm giving my personal opinion. I'm not saying Kerry got mad at shit. I cut him off. He, he squeezed the damn water bottle. He about to beat my ass. <laughs> that bottle was a closed he, he squeezed it <laughs> and popped the top off. That was my neck. It wasn't the bottle. Kerry <laughs> <laughs> said, I'm the captain now. Um, no, no. That, that track to me, you're right. It wasn't a landslide. It wasn't just the Eminem clean him up. It was a surprise. It's like it's like boxing a girl and not winning handedly. Like. Two one, Mike. Nah, that's the... far too. No, nah, I don't think it was close to that <laughs> no, no. at all. Uh, let me let me say it like this. You ever seen a situation where, like, remember back? This, this is gonna be the weirdest reference ever, but it's the pour up and we drink it, so whatever. Uh, remember Gay Tony? I think his name was a uh, big, strong dancer dude. Went to Blake. I went to performing art school. He was a super big dancer. No, dude. we don't. Remember. You don't have to shake your head. No, I'm gonna describe him to you. You might have been gone from Blake already, Steve. Um, but 
people who were still there know him. Dude was buff as shit. Dude was stronger than everybody. He he was athletic as shit, but he didn't play football or nothing. But one day at, at the football practice, we decided to break out these gloves. And niggas was doing like the one-on-one. Like, oh, you match up with him, you match up with him. And Gay Tony came through and matched up and knocked somebody out. Because he's actually strong. Like, gay as he was, he still was physically fit because he was a dancer. That knockout was, one, it was a knockout. So any knockout is amazing. But you got knocked out by Gay Tony. It sounds way worse. So, it, it, that remind me of that. Like, y'all didn't expect the white boy to win. So, when he did, it was kind of like a surprise. Like, oh, shit, white boy can rap. But Eminem I mean, had been rapping I don't that think it was time. like that at all. I think y'all was a hard boys with nation. I don't think everyone knew Eminem could rap, first off. But when? the fact... At, at Renegade? What you mean, when? Yes, no, at Renegade. Renegade was the track that made people realize he could fucking rap. I completely agree. Because disagree. most people were distracted by the fact Eminem that he was already was, on. Yeah. He was already on. Eminem was a pop artist. He was not on in hip-hop like that. Yes, he came up with a hip hop song. No, he was a pop artist. He was pop because he's white first off, no, and he appeals to the white fans. What I'm, what I'm trying to explain to you is that the average rap fan didn't respect him for what he did because he talked about nonsense like Batman crawling up on uh crawl up on you like Christopher Reeves. Like most rap fans didn't respect that. The true like the core rap, the Tupac fans didn't respect that. From you're him. saying this, but this way he came up with the core from the underground from battling dudes on stage ripping right. his. I off. know that. And That's you know, all. You know that I am a fan. I'm saying the majority. We talk about the masses. Brother. Except this L, I'm handing Ain't to no you. Ain't no L. Ass. No, you just, <laughs> except this L. It's no Carrie, L. Carrie, do you want to? Carrie, I'm throwing it to you. I'll alley oop it. Dunk it on this nigga head, bro. M been getting down since the Infinite album. Dude, you know what I mean? Five Nine has been boys with him for like twenty years. Like Bad versus Evil, the first one. Bow, you know what I'm saying? Bow. As these niggas sit here and quote facts to <laughs> bow, me that bow. I know, and they know I know full and goddamn well. The point I'm making isn't about me. Let me make this point. Let me make this point. I'm chilling. When I was an M somebody ran in my in house. Day. Somebody ran in my house. I took the mask off. It was Mike. I shot him. Bow. And I said back. I said, "Damn, I knew the nigga. I can't believe I knew him." So I shot him again. Bow. I gave him another L. Bow. <laughs> This is stuff, Mike. You're wrong. Oh my god, you're wrong. people, you, people. You, the three, the three peat defeat. You're simply <laughs> yeah. quoting facts to me that I already know. My point is the masses. I'm not talking about me. I talk about the masses. The majority of the people. Back when I used to fuck with M, niggas used to look at me sideways on the bus. Niggas like you used to look at me sideways for spitting every bar. Oh, you are completely wrong. How could you? How why would I look at you sideways for, yeah, for listening to one of the Used to call me Mr. Jukebox because I spit every bar. No, that's not why we <laughs> called you. When we called you first, we called you the radio. And it was, I was no, given to you by Mr. Kyle. Jukebox. It was, it was Kyle. by Kyle yeah. because you because you because you listen to radio. Not because for Eminem only. I, it was because you because you would record. Which was dope. It was dope. It was dope. Sony Walkman. Right. Yes, you were recording every single night. No, you did not. You were you were recording. I remember specifically. I knew for a very long time. No, I used to walk on my way to your room because I knew you. On my way to my room, I always smack your mom on the tushy. No, make my way to your room and watch you pushing a button on on your radio. I'm super screw face with you right now because I have no clue what you're talking about. When I used to record on the radio, we talk about cassette tapes. Yeah, cassettes. When 97 first came out in 96, I didn't even know you for a whole nother, like, five years. So you think, then why would he call you? All right, so you know Because I, I knew every song. I, get, I, knew, I, get, I knew all the lyrics to every song. I, get, I still I get do to this day. I, I pretty very vividly remember. It was cool. But I they used vivid, to fuck with me about it. I, I very, imagine he'd give you a positive I very vividly remember your Cool or not, when somebody's fucking with you about something, you don't like it. Now I'll take it as a title. Back in the day, they used to, they never they because I sit on the back of the bus and just spit my lyrics to all the songs. And I had a fucking Sony Walkman CD player. I don't know what the hell Steve so, so, talking so about. So what lyrics were you spitting by the way? Eminem's, all the lyrics. Or what? All of them. I know all of them. But, but what I'm saying because if it's on the radio. Certain songs from Eminem was on the radio. No, I know all the songs from every Eminem album. Damn near, I would say. And they didn't 90%. play every song of Eminem on the radio. So I'm saying. So yeah, my point is, how would I know them all if I'm only listening to the so radio? So you was buying these albums. Yeah, I, bought, I had my Eminem albums. I still have them. At this time frame we're speaking, he only had like one. No, I had many and I still have them. <laughs> he didn't have many, though, back then. We were only like uh, By 2013, he already dropped Eminem, MMLP2. He had Infinite before that. I had both of them. But it, I also, I knew so the lyrics. So he had three out. I also knew. At that time. I, two, I said. I just named two. What what time period is this? Because we're finna break this down for him. Well, we, I want to show him. When we rode the bus, it was 99 and 2000 and 2001. By that time, he already had three out. The, Slim, the Sh- Slim Shady, Eminent, yeah. Slim Shady, Get him, Carrie. Wait, and well, then what, the Marshall Mathers LP, the first What did one, I say? So that sounds weird. I'm trying to show you that we been knew Eminem was rapping. It shouldn't have been a shock that he got a hold. If, again, I think you're... You said everyone was shocked. I'm saying no, people I, weren't shocked. I think shocked. you're mistaking my we for we like me and you. When we, both, <laughs> we both know that we're not the average fan. And the average fan that listens to Tupac wasn't listening to Eminem in 2000. And you know it. 
I don't know it. <laughs> you I just don't know, you it. I don't know, know it. it. You fucking knew it. I don't <laughs> know it. Tupac had only been dead like three years. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I think Tupac dropped the album that same fucking year. Tupac still dropped notes. Tupac, Eminem executive produced one of them. Tupac's last album was I Can't Believe Trump Made It. <laughs> For sure. All, all jokes aside, though, I still For stand real. by my statement. The majority of people that listen to rap, not pop rap, rap, was not fucking with Eminem at the time the Renegade dropped. That's why it was such a like, whoa. New York niggas wasn't listening to Eminem like that before Renegade. I could probably agree with you there for the masses. And since New York started hip hop, I yeah, think I give you that, Mike. For the masses, I, I could say that. that. There was Eminem in the Get Down. <laughs> he was in the Get Down. Yeah, he might have been in the movie, you know. <laughs> but no, yeah, uh, Eminem did executive produce a Pac album. If y'all didn't know, which was crazy. Yeah, that, no, that's cool. Fifty yeah. and everything was on it. Hell, I, 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 I can't think of the name right now. It's that uh, Loyal to the Game album. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. But back to the argument we initially started with. Album, I bro. think I, I I said this at the <laughs> beginning. Like I run that one back. That was nice. <laughs> I I said this at the beginning. MMLB to me is my favorite. That was 0405? My bad, Mike. That was 04? Uh, it had to be four. Four. Yeah. I know. See, because I, I remember, bro. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Marshall Mathers LP was twenty. <laughs> no, we talked. Oh, the, oh, the, the album y'all talking about? The pop. Yeah, yeah, the album y'all. My bad. I got sidetracked. But uh, I think. What I said was the only argument, because you know, you know when we play chess with the nigga, you're like, the only move he can make is that, oh, the nigga made the move. The only argument that you could have against MMLP is Eminem Show, and I, I can't argue against it, because I love that album too, and I have it. I have all the albums. I don't know why you But for the most part, all Eminem shit is hard anyway. We just said, you had, you just asked me There was a few whackers in there. Relapse was kind of whack to me. Actually, that's crazy when people say that, because I love the Relapse. It was like three tracks. I, I listen to that all the time. That was the one with 3 and all that? Yeah, 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 I love 3 I love Eminem references that album to him as a does. Yeah, yeah, Eminem, yeah. and I told, I was like, wow, I was like, okay, I know he just threw that because he was all fucked up off off, off of his drugs, shit, but I actually liked, I liked it. Recovery bro. was tougher. Rihanna. I was just about to say that. I like shit. Recovery, yeah, recovery, bro. He started getting into some other. He put like he helped put Rihanna on with those. He went back because uh, Royce was like, yo, this cat went back to like the shelters type shit. If you go back and listen to the recovery, especially that track on fire. Mm-hmm. It's like M hasn't been rapping like that since, you know, back in the day. So that's low-key M was holding down a legend. A lot of niggas, I mean, I know y'all would agree, but a lot of niggas wouldn't agree. Nate Dogg been on a lot of Eminem tracks. Yeah, of course. Nate Dogg is a motherfucking legend. He was a legend. He was was that before Eminem. Oh, yeah. In case y'all forgot, remember Nate Dogg. Because every time I go back to one of my favorite M tracks, which was uh, Till I Collapse. Uh, Till I Collapse, I'm spilling these raps. I'm going to be feeling to the, yeah, that shit. Nate Dogg's on that on bitch. That's the Eminem show, bro. That's yeah. that's best work. I, can, yep, I, I literally said show. I can make an argument against my own MMLP, but to me, MMLP was just the beginning. Now, was... I'm going to tell you a track that's fire on the first Marshall Mathers LP. Yeah. That song, uh, Remember Me with Sticky oh, Fingers. And, Remember uh, Me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I this dude know. said... Um, One of my least favorite tracks off the album. But it's super tough. This dude said, when I, I go out, I'm going to go out shoot. Mm-hmm. Not when I go to the club. Something he said. No, no, he said, he said, he said, he said, yeah. You said, no, but I die, boy. I mean, when I go out to the club, stupid. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. Whatever album we choose, and I love to hear what y'all think. Y'all chime in on our social media. Uh, But it's very interesting that no matter what we all agree on, favorite, Eminem and his creativity was fucking retarded. When he making tracks like uh, Guilty Conscience, where he's playing point of view games and all this damage. This dude was years beyond his shit. Oh, yeah. Hey, away from Eminem because he outshined everybody in his clique. Who mm-hmm. do you think would have been the next to go if it wasn't him? And I'll tell oh, you, and, 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 and who does not, and who doesn't belong in that clique? We're just talking about Eminem. Well, we can Bizarre go through other. clearly doesn't belong. Clearly, I think Bizarre was just a friend that was there for so Where, long. Yeah. And they said they can't, they can't let their friend get the fuck up out the room. <laughs> like, they was like, you want to hold me, go yeah. ahead and rap. My mama, my mama said, you got to stick with your friend. So, Bizarre, you could be on this track, but we both know. I would have to say. So who would blow after Eminem? Like if they like on out of the whole shady aftermath. There, well, there's a lot of no, 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 D12. That could have. D12, been. not oh, the whole D12. shady aftermath. Oh, I was willing to. No, not. To, let's go to. D, let's go to aftermath after D12. You're right. After D12, but let's talk D12 for right now. D12 is tough because proof is easily the next one. Proof is proof is a lyricist. Dope. I personally think people kind of give proof that slide, and that ain't true. They I do that proof. because he passed away. So right. people he and and all, RP and all the respect and all. Yeah. But let's be a, let's be real. I give proof I don't that think... slide before he died. Okay. I like proof. I, I always. Check oh, we all, I'm not saying I don't like proof. I'm yeah. just saying I think when people say that, maybe not you. Yeah, no. The other people person. when they say it, it's for the respect well, issue well, because he, he's not here. I don't like to play those games though. I like the, Swift and I like Kanaiva. 
I like them two together. So so who you got? Who Swift and McVay. Okay. He, yeah. got, he got Swift. Swift and Kniver remind me of like a, a weaker version <laughs> of Jada Kiss and, and Styles. <laughs> they always was bouncing back and forth on but, the track. I fuck wait. with them. I... I, I have to go with Proof and Swift. That's, those would be my only two that I would... I like Proof, okay. though. But I like you don't have to my argument saying you're I'm doing not saying that Proof is <laughs> great. Like, well, proof, yeah. proof was great. Well, he, can, yeah, he was good. He was... All that, all can, we, can we set a parameter here? If we're going to talk about dead people, let's be objective and say if they still were here, would they be still doing that? I think Proof would have still been the next up. I can't say that he still would have been on because he never got on because he did die. Yeah. But I'm not I'm not doing the Tupac thing where Tupac's the best rapper ever lived because he can't make any more music even though he still makes more music or Biggie or Pun or whoever. Those dudes were dope and they were at the height of the game when they passed. Just like if Jay-Z died after Black Album. But I'm not playing the fighting ghost game if you yeah. will. Do we all understand? Yeah, yeah, yeah we're not fighting ghosts. Uh, but I do think lyrically proof was the next best to Eminem. I had always thought that. And then when he happened to die, I was like, damn, that sucks because he was the next best to him. I hear you. But also, we have to, we're going to keep it 100. When he passed away, it's not like he was on the verge of anything. No, none of them were. Yeah. So, so, so just because. No, no. You, incorrect. 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 Then fix it. Proof literally dropped the album the year he died. Did I they? bought it. I have it. Yes, Luke Proof dropped the fucking album that year. Did they drop it after he passed? What's the name of this album? I never oh, heard of yeah. this. Yeah, I didn't even know he put out. out. I purchased it. It came in a um, soft cover copy, and it was the trifold album. I bought that shit because I know he passed in 06 I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna look it up because I don't remember it off the top of the head because I drink a lot. <laughs> Proof album right here. Jerry Garcia, searching for Jerry Garcia. I still remember this shit. It came out of 05, mm. the year before he died. Mm-hmm. And this motherfucker had mad drug references to Kurt Cobain and dying by suicide and crazy shit like that. And then he fucking died and they still dropped this album. How did he die? Uh, shot. At yeah, somebody shot. murdered him. He was murdered. He was murdered. Um, after the right. club. Uh, at, at Jason? Uh, at Shady Aftermath sure. Math Jason? Easily Royce to 5'9". But um, that's what I was about to say about Royce to 5'9". I don't think he wants to be like huge he's one of those people that does it because he loves to do it and right. I don't think he would want commercial success or anything like that I almost feel like he rejects it because he's kind of like fuck everyone like every time someone like really he, does, he doesn't to, do any of the things that I you would think someone disagree. wanting to be famous well, he, he, would do though I hear you not disagree I think famous. Royce wants I mean, to be bigger yeah I, I agree and he I, I wants agree that clout I agree with but his personality rejects it like what I like, to, is I like to hear I have reasons fame re- rejects I like to hear let, let Jim get off because I'm, yeah. I'm going to hear you carry after that and I'm going to go well, in well I was going to say I could see that too where it seems almost that while he has the talent to be that it just never happens <laughs> so you could either say he is so talented he can't find fame because no one understands what he's saying or his personality so Re- like fame rejects him because of his personality where it's like ah, I kind of want to like you but I don't think a lot of people are ever going to go so you think you. Dude, wait hold on Jim you think Royce is very close to Eminem as far as Eminem-esque I do his man his lyrics and what he talks about his bars are so talented I think he's really good but I can see where his personality is kind of a turn off to a lot of Eminem people. already said let's do the math if I was black I would have so have mm-hmm so that's already makes Royce already half of him. So Eminem agrees? So Eminem will agree to that. And I will tell you this right here. I'm sorry, Kay. I want you to go with me before I go in. Go ahead. Well, I say that... I'm be- sorry. Well, you done, Jay? My bad. I'm like, Andy, control. Go ahead. Nah, but I say that because, you know, he already got the skill set mm-hmm. as far as, you know, his, um, you know, what he talks about, you know, in subject matter and lyrics. But I feel like he wants to be bigger because he just doesn't want to be known as... The dopest, one of the dopest MCs from Detroit. I think he wants that mainstream, that notoriety. Like when you put in those top ten MCs, I want my name to be on that list. Yeah, I, I fully agree with that. And also, oh, and also, um, you already know Royce didn't just stop there. You went to Slaughterhouse. He linked up with three other animals, right? For for to to make him become who he is. I'm a huge Royce fan. I fuck with Royce Heavy. And also, I fuck with him so hard because, for one, my favorite rapper ever to ever touch the mic, point blank, period. I don't care who you put in the same breath as rapper. Whenever you name rapper and you want to name Big, you want to name Pac, you want to name Pun, you want to name whoever else you can name, MC Light, whatever the case is, Nas, Joe, right? Joe Button Nas, belongs right? there. It's Nas. Joe Button is my favorite rapper all the time. So when Joe Button put together Slaughterhouse and Royce is in there and Royce tries as hard as to tear niggas ass up, Royce wants to be named as top dog. Now, why he cannot achieve that ability, I don't know why. But there's tons of people who don't achieve the top I think the, the top notch. I think the reason why is exactly what JM said. As much as we re- we can respect his lyrical ability, 
a certain part of I always make this argument and niggas hate me. Y'all probably gonna boo me right now. I'll cue the booze myself because I produce the shit. But um <laughs> the intangibles that you can't explain, the reason why Drake is so goddamn famous, even after his whole writing scandal, is the intangibles. He looks good to women, he light skin, he fits a certain mold, and I think Royce the five nine intentionally says Give a fuck about none of that shit. Listen to my bars. Drake likes to interview. But that's what I'm saying. Drake likes to be personable. He likes to be friends with everybody. Where Royce, Royce isn't, what, I can't what, think what, of, what? Let me finish. Where Drake likes to be personable and friends with everybody, whereas a Royce will go, I don't want to be friends with none of you niggas. I'll attack all of y'all lyrically. It's, a, it's an antagonistic point of view where I could see why the average fan wouldn't be like, yeah, that guy's dope. He's featured on tracks of Eminem. He stood toe-to-toe with Eminem. He's been rapping his ass off and we all could agree to that but what is it why isn't he famous and why is drake when argumentatively you might say you might say royce is a better lyricist so drake and eminem first off you can't even compare drake and royce just like you can't compare drake and eminem them two don't belong in the same realm it's a different comparison comparison. like look at 50 success in comparison to eminem's and then what happened with the game as opposed to royce the five nine so my reference is the game never reached the success that 50 did because 50 vitamin water interviews well yeah. like would, would picture yourself well the game right. didn't give a shit about any of that he's yeah. like I'm the, I'm me like like fingers up but while he was in movies he was stuff he still always he never would dial dial down his personality to be more successful and, and my comparison and I feel was like 50 it, would 50 my comparison would, was like, a game Drake still Royce, a household was, name no no he is he is oh, I'm saying it's it's different levels but what <laughs> I what I'm comparing is I feel like 50 would dial down his personality Eminem doesn't have to because he's white Royce wouldn't do that, neither would the game, to, and, to get commercial success. And I'm not making a different point. I'm making the same, and then y'all can jump in. That was my point. I'm not comparing Drake to Royce. I'm comparing them to why they are and are not famous. It's because I'm going to fall in the lane to where people like me. I'm not going to be abrasive. I'm not going to tell people that they're full of shit. Whereas Royce will come in this bitch like, I'm just trying to fuck Rihanna. And that's just a funny shit to say because I think it, and I don't care what you think. It's the... I think who's another example? It's, it's I just think we're making I just think we're making excuses, giving people excuses for reasons why the masses don't fuck with them. Because you said Drake, Drake but, is a more appealing you, but for like um not to quote exactly what you said. Cause you that didn't is quote what I said. You paraphrase. Listen, well. you say Drake is more appealing to the eye, right? To the average fan. To, to the average side, fan. To my no, side. fifty. To, to the, I don't, I don't like light skinned people. Fifty. 50 yeah, yeah, I know. Mike, Mike hates Drake, but fifty. Fifty may not be appealing to the eye. Why did he blow? No, but that's that's the other Kendrick, thing. Kendrick may not be appealing to I, but Kendrick is still hot as shit. But but they both kiss the rings. It's the kiss the whose ring? I'm gonna be appealing right. by being appealing. And what? Th- it's called. It's it's. Uh, hold on. Let me think of another example. All right. So do you think that in an interview, Fifty Cent would, if someone asked him a question, he hated the question. Would he pop off at the person interviewing him, or would he say the PC thing to get through the interview? I think he would, as opposed to the game, who the game would turn around like fuck this interview and get up and walk out. I don't think Fifty would do that because he doesn't want to risk I tell endorsement you, dollars. I would disagree completely because Game would be a fucking idiot to get up and risk um, endorsement dollars. Anybody would that would get up and leave an interview but to do you risk think endorsement dollars. I think I've seen Game leave art, like interviews before, so I think. He well, would if, be if, for you to say it. that since you said that, I would need to see that interview and I need to see where he did that because if that interview wasn't granting him endorsement dollars. If it was some whenever was they young, were going through the beef, like him with and Fifty's beef, okay. when, when they were going through that beef, there were many people that were trying to question <laughs> them about it, pull things out of it, trying to get details, and he would he got absolutely furious about it because he. Didn't want to go to the press. He like they were trying to kill each other. That's crazy that you even mentioned that because I remember this beef very vividly. And I re- and game welcomes this. Game's not leaving the beef. Game's welcome. Please bring me this beef. Right. So I will have to see that interview you're mentioning because I I've never <laughs> in my life seen that. I've never in my life seen game back down from anything. It's not backing beef. down. It's not backing down. Backing down. Not speaking on. Not promoting it. Game is with the action. And I, I, that's why I know Game Four. He always took the opportunity of they bring up G and he'd be like, I'll "Yeah, I'm with, it. I'm with it, I'm with it, I'm with it." Yeah, I, I was in New York see, and named nothing. That's how he said. See, how he said that, and he would pop off and say exactly what he felt. Correct. Fifty wouldn't do that. Fifty would censor himself. Did, did that, that miss something? Because I think you just said Game. No, no. What I'm saying is, who would be more likely to censor himself in an, in an interview to not lose money? Out of whom? Out of Fifty and Fifty and Game. Neither. Yeah, I wouldn't say. And if either. I and if I had to pick, and if I had to give, I, I if I had to pick one, I would say this. fifty. If I had to pick one I, and fifty, not backing down. I, I agree. I, I disagree. I, I know what JM's asking, and I think I know where you're coming at. Um, I, I, what I would say about the fifty game connection is that in an interview, 50, 50 is a, a bit of a, a media whore. 
He wants the camera on him. He wants the attention. He's going to do something and or say something funny to push your buttons. Granted, they're both with the beef. We can agree to that, right? Right. Yeah, they're with the shits. They're both with the shits. (laughs) Entertainment entertainment only. But one of the two of them is willing to play the game of what the media wants. And the other one will be like, fuck this whole shit. I'm going to handle this shit in the streets. And that's what JM is saying. 50's willing to play the media game and go, I'm going to sit here through this whole interview. I might fuck with you during this whole interview and I might make people laugh and I'm going to smile at the camera. Whereas Game will be like, fuck this whole shit and be out. What I'm saying about uh, Royce is that Royce is exactly like your boy Joe Button. Joe Button's a very good example where Joe Button's not going to kiss the rings. He don't care what... Good Morning America not going to want to interview me because I don't finish interviews because Pete Rosen told him I don't finish interviews. Fuck that whole situation and the whole systematic thing. Whereas there's other people in the game that'll be like, I may not like the situation, but I'm going to stay and play. Joe's not one of them. Royce isn't one of them. That's but, just facts. Joel would stay. Joel would stay through the whole interview. Even if the person was being a dick to him, he would play the game. I think Royce doesn't fit that bill, and that's why the masses don't fuck with him. Because in his music, it comes out. In someone's music, when it's like, I can make music that's all-inclusive, like, yo, I love the strippers, kissing on these chickens, or whatever the fuck Drake does. And then somebody <laughs> else will go, I'm just trying to fuck one of these strippers because y'all know it's all about the money. One of those, one of those sounds good to strippers, and one of them sounds like a diss. And I think Royce is the latter. Or the game releasing the Black Lives Matter song that came out after the the kid was shot. Like Drake would never release an album like that that would cause controversy because it would hurt his money. That's that's the difference. There's a group of people who are willing to roll with the punches, and there's another one who like to buck the system. And I think Royce is in the buck the system group. But disagree, agree with y'all. Said Fifth will play the media game, but as you all know, he has that show power. Now he just went on his on his Instagram and blasted everybody on on the cast because he got upset because they didn't um, give him a nomination for uh, the Oscars this past year. For what, like a what's the role of the the Emmy? I'm sorry, whatever yeah, Emmy, TV show. Yeah, yeah. Or he, Golden Globes. Golden, Golden Globes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Golden he was Golden tight Golden. because he was like, you know, well, because they gave it to uh, um, what's that show. Um, the one that's like his, or the one he made? Yeah, uh, Empire. Empire. There we go. Empire. Yeah. They gave it. Because those two shows are very similar. Right. That's so, Vivica's on that. Oh, not Vivica. Who's on that? He went on his IG, and y'all can go back and research this. He went on his IG, started going in on Taraji. I think there's an I think there's an exception to some of the things that we're saying. but I think I was just trying to make a blanket comparison. That's what I was saying. I think at the baseline, we could agree that Royce normally doesn't kiss the rings. For the most part. Even lyrically, he likes to go at people. He likes to attack people. He even even when he's joking about people, it's a very direct statement. Statements like "I'm just trying to fuck Rihanna" that might <laughs> rub people the wrong way, as opposed to saying it the cute way like Drake might say it. Like, um, you know, I got a thing for Rihanna. Yeah. Royce is just come in. I'm just trying to fuck Rihanna. But that's Hi, what Rihanna. the game Remember needs. Remember that? Hi, bro. Rihanna. Remember that whole thing? Yeah. The game needs that. Man. Oh, I'm not saying it doesn't. I'm, we would just make. I, I th- my personal thought process, because I've always loved Royce. I yeah. love Royce since Rock City when he was fucking with him the first time. Right. And I extra love him now in the, <laughs> in the, in the Slaughterhouse iteration of himself. And the post-Slaughterhouse, if that's done, I don't know what the status is with that. Yeah, something coming. Um, I-, I love Royce. I've been a fan of Royce. We met Royce in person, and he was just a realest nigga as he always say he was. When we seen him, what was he doing? Drinking tequila out of a bottle like he always says he was. He no longer drinks now, though. He's sober. Yeah, yeah, he's sober. Yeah. He's sober, though. But I'm just saying, at the time... He would profess that in his lyrics. Me and Steve standing there having a conversation down in St. Peter at the State Theater. Mm-hmm. Steve like, yo, I think that's Royce behind you. Turn around. It's like, damn, that is Royce. Niggas is literally standing there drinking out of a bottle of tequila. <laughs> Straight. No chaser. Maybe he mixed it in and I don't know, but we got pictures from the shit. All I'm saying is this. I just think Royce is just so real to himself that it doesn't matter what you think. And I think the fastest pick up on that kind of shit. Because if we're really being real and nobody can argue this statement... Lyrically, he's a monster as big as Eminem, at Joe Button, or whoever. And all of those people are known as lyricists. Why don't people name Royce? There has to be some intangible reason why they don't. Maybe it just don't come to mind. I don't think Royce had that. That he was head. on Bad Meets Evil. He was on. Remember that album? The the, the some the, people just don't got that extra oomph. If like you will. Button, at least they <laughs> might joke on him. But you you think of Button, you think of Pump It Up. Button had that hit, you know what I'm saying? That's a M had that's hits. a whack Joe Button reference though. You, you even, think so? Even I love the bars. People in that name song. pump it up. People name fire. It's, 
It's sarcastic, is what I'm saying. Or, when, when but, people, I, but I'm just saying, if you had, really know Joe, those would not be the songs you would. Oh, listen. nah, of course. And not. I know you know enough to know. Yeah. We talking uh, three sides to a story, uh, dumb out, and we talking early shit. We talking movie music. All too. love lost. That's my one of my even. They're all love lost. All of them. All, Rage in the machine. You know what I'm saying? So we we struck <laughs> Steve right now. <laughs> loving it. But but you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that. Um, oh, they they might not know. Let him, me but, pose this question. Royce versus Joe's Joe Joe's Joe Bun Joe Royce versus Joe. Steve's gotta sit down. Lyric for lyric. Mm. Easy for me. <laughs> this is why I said you gotta no, no. sit down. Easy, easy for you, but is it a wash? Is it that much of a wash? Yes. Are we talking? Are we talking? One twenty to one, to eighty nine in basketball. Damn. Joe Button is getting Royce to five nine. If it was basketball scores, give me basketball scores. <laughs> All right. We going to 21? No, no, no. Uh, ba- uh, NBA game. No, nah, give me 21 in a, in a, in a dark uh, We're going to 21. I want 21 on a Harlem block. 21 with no net. There's no, no net. No, no, I need I need a Harlem block. There's no net and the ba- and the, and the backboard is bent. Kind of. right, yeah. I don't you, think it'll be a You got to hit all net. Um, nah. Going to 21? I don't think it's a wash. It'll be a good and, battle. And, 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 a win, and, a, and a win by two? It's got to be win by two. Yeah. That's, that's classic. Yeah, all right, cool. So what you what you thinking, Kerry? I say twenty one. That ain't gonna be no like buttons washing. Nah, right, I don't be, know. They'll I say go neck for neck. You know nineteen twenty one. Cool. All right. And so I'm twenty one nineteen. You say neck for neck. I think I think Joe <laughs> gonna take that twenty one six. Twenty one to six. Yes. Steve's opinion. Yes. Hot take. And also, <laughs> and also, because they already had their fuse. And Joe already put him in his place. Before Slaughterhouse formed, Joe I, and Royce already had their feuds. And this. he knew good and well, Royce this. backed out. He knew he didn't want no parts of Button on that mic. Real talk. But if there was anybody who could slay the Joe Button dragon, it would be Royce, though. But he already, he didn't. What do you mean if they could? He had a chance. You don't think Royce didn't. ain't with the shits lyrically, bar he, for bar? You're I, saying I, he, I remember the beef. I remember the beef. Then why didn't he if he had we, a chance? Me and you ran into Raven over the whole entire thing. I remember You just said if anyone could, it would be him, if, and, yeah, but he didn't. If, he had a chance I, and he didn't, though. My point is, I don't think many could. I think Royce is very one very one of maybe he two that could. He had his shot and didn't, though. But now he always has... Backing down is a different reason. Because they immediately started no, Slaughterhouse after he, that. No, he had, his, he had his music back, but they just didn't. Joe was Joe. No, I'm saying... they they he, Backing down is a different reason. You, me and you might get into a scuffle right now, but instead of knocking your ass out, I wouldn't because I got no actual ill will towards you. I might just back down. So we, you think? So you think? And then and then we immediately started young Otis. He that. didn't back. Down. <laughs> he didn't back down. He had some bars back. I, yeah, they went back and forth. I remember though we talked about this heavy. And Joe was tearing his ass up. Joe was tearing his ass up. But I, what I'm gonna re- go, I'm gonna go back to my statement. Yeah. If anybody could, and I don't think many can, if yeah. anybody could, I think Royce is lyrically able to. Yeah, he's stand saying in that, that with him. Royce is one of the few MCs that's capable of taking. I don't down think Joe. many can. I think Eminem's one. I, I think would, Royce is another, and I can't name. Opinion on button, I got Royce. That, <laughs> who can lyrically, who can lyrically take down twenty one to sixty other way? Take down button in a 50, beef 50, in a beef 50. Oh, 50? You already seen game do that. It's hard to take down fifty. Them. Fifty? No, fifty is the Mayweather of of rap beef. Hold he, on, hold on, hold on. Go ahead, Mike. I'm gonna let 50, you know. 50, 50's a Mayweather rap beast because 50, 50 will get in the ring with you, but he's not going to let you touch him. It's not, I've never seen We're talking about ball for We're talking about the entire no, no. We're talking about everything that comes yeah. with a rap beef. Yeah. 50, 50 oh. has literally taught me life lessons that I apply to my Mayweather. everyday life. 50 has literally helped raise me to be the person he's I He's a Mayweather oh. beef. He'll get in that ring. He'll get in that ring with you. And you won't be able to touch him. And you won't be able to compete with what he does. Mm -hmm. And you'll lose the battle. That's just that. Fifth been dropping gems since the Power of the Dollar album, dog. Yep, and 50 has taught me How to rob a rapper and all of that. I mean, we remember all that shit. Like, The Good Die Young. That's one of my favorite songs by him. I I just... I I wouldn't be... I I would rather... Maybe beef with Joe because I know Joe gonna stand in there and strike with me. Fifty gonna attack you in ways that I, you can't. I rather me personally. I rather beef with Joe Button. If I'll, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Listen, if Joe sleep Button, with your girl before the fight just to make you mad. Button, don't sleep with your girl. That's like, exactly hey, what, what I said. Button is my favorite rapper to ever touch the mic. But no, is, is that not exactly yeah. what I said? And I'll, at least Joe gonna stand in there and strike with you receive. face on. He gonna throw punches yeah. at your face. Fifth is gonna send in a. a the music gonna come all Watch of a sudden. Watch this tape before we fight. So, somebody gonna run down to the ring with a chair and hit you while you're not looking. I don't want to battle Fifty at all. I don't want no part of the WWE that Fifty has. At least Joe gonna MMA you straight face to face. Am I wrong? Joe will stop after he wins the battle. He Although he, he packed Drake ass down, and I niggas think I hate Drake. And when they say that, I say I remember the time that Joe Button went at him and he backed down. Drake deserved everything he Drake's got because he, he took them shots at Joe. Yeah. 
Nah, Joe. I mean, Joe said Drake's only responded to one person really. Like, oh, Meek Mill. Uh, the the Meek Mill. Me? Nah, Drake. Yeah. Nah, no, way more people. Nah, Drake. He, he beefing with the new Toronto dude. Uh, Tory Tory Lanez. Lanez. Yeah, oh, one of my favorite artists. <laughs> There's been a few. Drake like to sub- subliminally get at people. That's what I don't like. He Say that, the he name. Come at, he came at Cuddy for a little bit. Yeah, right? he, came, yeah he went he at Cuddy hard. He, he lucky Cuddy making good music and not trying to be. He'll wash Cuddy shit. though. Drink a wash, Cuddy. But but Cuddy, you Depends see, this is the how, thing. How, you how can't, much you drugs can't do that Cuddy because Cuddy's not that type of artist. You can't do that for exactly like, what I just said. So Cuddy's focused on making. Well, you're not that artist. It's not fair. Yeah, yeah. Cuddy's not. Cuddy's making good music. He's not worried about what Drake talking about. He didn't but come back at Andre 3000. Let's, let's put it. Huh? Somebody went at Andre 3000. No, no, Andre 3000 came at Drake. When? With, uh, that that uh. Oh, about not writing. Yeah, yeah, about not writing. The it was so subliminal. I don't think he Drake... said. He said. We say. Um, I'm shocked. People out here. People not writing their own raps. Or yeah. Something he's like, like that. I've been doing this my whole life. I've been like, yeah. making, and now I realize twenty years later that I might have been doing it all in vain or something like that. I, I say to that. I say to that. This. First of all, Andre three thousand. Coloring book. What's that? Is that on coloring book? I don't no, know. It's, it's, not not on full... it's not on coloring book. Three stacks. Nah, I think I know what you're talking about. I know that first, but I don't remember it. Three stacks was on the future. Is it on blonde? It was on future track. Is it on blonde? I didn't hear blonde. I heard that and I didn't hear blonde. I don't think it's on there. You're right. Someone gave someone gave him a whole a, a whole, whole track? track to himself. Tribe Call Quest. There we go. That's what Tribe Call Quest. Nah, where there is it? Go. On the new there Tribe? Right yeah. It was either Tribe or the last album I heard him on before that was I don't think it's Tribe, bro. He was on the Cole album, wasn't he? No, he wasn't. Nah. We can remember all the tracks that Three Stacks been on. All that to be said. I don't think Drake's gonna respond to any you don't write your lyric bars because he more or less admitted to that. It's like like it's like Ross responding to a you a cop bar. <laughs> Nigga, we already covered that. The thing about Drake not writing his lyrics though, like obviously he doesn't write all of them, but did he but Quentin Miller wasn't there his whole career. So Drake well, definitely pinned me something. And, you, me and Drake has wrote his own. Drake has wrote hits for other artists as well. So what does that mean? Which me one me and it? you it's it's uh it's um, Frank Ocean, Blonde. It was song Blonde? Solo, yeah. I had never heard the yeah. album and I heard that bar. Probably because yeah. people let that out. People let yeah. that out. Yeah. It's solo. It's but literally like a reprise. I say Blonde to listen to still haven't played it yet. It's the second album on Spotify. Drake doesn't write all his raps and that's a fact. Mm-hmm. But he also has wrote in plenty of his own and he's, wrote in, he's written um, hits for other artists. Right. So what does that mean? Like the Ghost Rider needs the Ghost Rider at times. Do you believe that some you're so busy, you're so wrapped up that you may need help sometimes? I, like, I rap is just, hip music is just a job. Keeping it, people. Let's put it in perspective. Music is just a job in general, right? Yeah. Like at your own job, you may need help. Whatever it is, whether you're at um fast yeah, food, whether you're in the office, you may that. need help. Right. So, so I say how you feel? I say like, to that this. Uh, it's almost evidentiary. It's almost proven that the majority of his hits were written by other people. Um, Party Next Door has contributed a lot. The Weeknd has contributed a lot. Quentin Miller, we've heard the reference tracks. You know what that sucks right now? You're discrediting everything before new. That is all new. He met he met he met P and D Party Next Door newly. He met um 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 Quentin Miller newly. Who was on his own? Um, we can you don't really know. Whoa, so whoa, far whoa, gone. Whoa. Who was on so far gone? Whoa, but see, whoa. that's what I'm gonna get wait, into wait a minute, right there. Wait, wait a minute. Go ahead, Mike. This might be an old head moment for myself, and you niggas can laugh because this shit might be funny. <laughs> P and D is party next door. That's what it stands for. The nigga P and D you put me on last week <laughs> is party next door. Yeah, P&D, party next door. Yeah. I just listened to a whole P and D album and didn't realize he was party next door. Yeah, party next door, bro. <laughs> Go fucking figure. Jesus yeah. Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus. What? Damn. But Mike's so cool, he doesn't understand Ackerman. Dead ass serious right now. P and D with the semi-automatic and all of that shit. That's no, oh my God, no, bro. Oh, oh no. Oh. That's P and B rock. P and Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. P and B rock. Let's is back from, up a sec. Let's Philly. back up a sec. Okay, let's ignore this shit. This okay. shit ain't happen. I had an old head moment. I got confused. <laughs> P and B as in Bravo. Is a Philly nigga. Yeah. P and D is party next, next door. door. Right. Okay. When you just said P and D just now <laughs> and you related the shit almost warped my mind. Yeah, I, I see you spaz your hands Robin. So this might even so this might even be more funny because I got confused and I thought I knew something new that I made a connection, but I was wrong. But see, this is people, what I was about. But before you go on, people, party next door is party next door, and P and B is another nigga, but they both sing a little bit. So I mean just check them both out. They kinda dope. But let's move on. What my, I was going to say my, my about Drizzy is 
you know, that uh, So Far Gone was, that was one of his best projects up to date. So Far Gone was a white cover with all the letters sprinkling down. Like now, that. I never been a, I'm going to keep it a book. I've right? never been a fan of Drake singing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I say like, yeah. Like, do you like R and B though at all? He can't really sing. If you don't like R and B at all, then I can understand. Yes, he nah, can sing. I, I do. He's very monotone. But a lot just happened in those five seconds. I, I like to address. Go ahead, Carrie. I want you to get. But off. I want to carry to this point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like I said, I, I never was a fan of his, his singing, but I thought when he rapped, the dude was like one of the nicest uh-huh. I, I heard. He came through and changed the game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely so. So you, I listened to those right, rap. Yeah, exactly. He may be a con- he may be a child of Ye, but maybe not in the same. He breath. took it to a different level. He a fruit he, off he, that he, tree. He, yeah, he definitely. He, that that apple might have rolled down the hill, after and that, that apple might have sprouted a I'm little Steve, bit, and then Drake comes out. I, I, I think he's a fruit off the tree in the sense that there are <laughs> Granny Smith apples, and then there's the green ones. I, he might seem to be off the tree, but it's a different color. And I say that to say this: there were early tracks where he was. Uh, I see way too many people here right now. The the monotone singing was kind of dope. That's really the only singing he's got though. He yeah. doesn't have much range. And from of you, that a singer, part. I get why you would say that. But from me, as a, a to me as a regular nigga, that nigga can sing, and it, I like Drake a lot. Just took the words literally That's out of my mouth. A lot of people like Beyonce. As a don't start with me. As a nigga who can't sing, the monotone singing made me feel like we was in it together. That's one thing that people liked about Ye too. Ye never could actually sing, but his ability to monotonely get through notes. Made people it attracts you because when you in the club, when that I swear, dog, we like Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wait, y'all disagree with what I'm saying? Y'all never pictured Ye as a singer? Never. No. Never ever. The reason I'm saying that he's you, you say that, that you say that yet he dropped an entire album singing autotone. What are you talking he about? He was just rapping with autotune. That's it. Yeah, rapping bro. with autotune is called what? Rapping with autotune. No, nigga, singing. Oh, I'm sorry. He birthed the whole it. nation of niggas right now that you listen to Mike, and love. Mike, um, that song Amazing on 80 Ways and Heartbreaks was not singing, bro. Nah, so so, so tell me this. So tell me this. Neither if, was what? If, if, I, if I rap a bar right now and I go, two words, one mic spitting over this tight, and I go, You sound like con- So amazing. What does it sound like I'm doing in the second one? You're not he, singing, he bro. Bars in that song, uh, bro. I'm asking a question. I like an answer to it. In the second. Step. What did it sound like I was trying to do? Rap. You don't like my answer though. No, nigga. <laughs> because the you other, like the the other, the other <laughs> examples of what what I just try to do. So amazing. It's the reason everybody's You're fired not singing, up this bro. week. Every the the example of that could be found in the DNA of people like Bone Thugs and Harmony. Listen, I'm fucking with you. That's singing. I know you fucking with me. That's singing. singing. The but whole no, he's way. not. I don't consider that. Yes, he was trying to sing, but I don't consider Ye a singer. As I never, you named, you did. I, I'll restate what I just said, and we can rewind it if y'all want before I say it. But I'll restate <laughs> what I just said. The monotone singing, the inability to sing, but someone trying to reminds you that you yourself can participate, and that's what people are attracted to. The monotone singing that Drake does. When a singer sings, you can imitate it, but you know you're not in that pocket. But when Drake just hit that, uh, like the, the monotone singing style, that attracts people because they, they it, it's a familiarity sound. Childish Gambino did it early in his career. A lot of people do the it. The reason I said that there was a child Kanye though was because of this album, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Like that's when Kanye that might, that might be my favorite album by Ye. That might be my favorite album by Ye. Well, sir, that album came after this album that I'm talking about. No, but he Drake didn't do the amount of singing and the amount of auto tune and that album changed. Drake's whole career was monotone singing. I didn't say auto tune. Drake's whole career was monotone singing. Nah, not his first album when he was like, "You're the you're the best I ever had." That wasn't. Oh, so so list. best I ever had didn't sound like this. You're the best I ever had. Best I ever had. That didn't, didn't sound, sound like that. No, it didn't sound like. We that. could play it. It sounded like, 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 like shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my point was it was monotone. <laughs> That's funny, but my point was it was monotone. Was my point? You know what I'm talking about. We go to his earliest earliest track from. Um, What's the one that they flipped with? Uh, it had Eminem, Kanye. Um, what's the track? Mike. Yeah. What's the track with Eminem? It had Ye. Forever. Weekend. Forever. How the hook on that go? I we'll ask you what you're singing ass. Sing it, JM. Nope. You're not singing monotonely. No, no, I'm not gonna sing but, it. Go ahead, Drake. Go, go ahead. But big dog, check I this call out. I him Drake. <laughs> check this out. Go ahead, Gary. So. Moving forward in his career, 
We will go up to that mixtape if you're reading this. It's too late. Oh no, no. I know where you're going, but before that, you said let's go to thank me, thank me, um, thank me later. later, thank okay. me later. Let's go right. there. The first album. He did not know Quentin Miller then. Oh, that, that's what I'm saying. That's not what we were talking about. No, you're. We, we we were saying that um that Drake wouldn't have been anything without um his writers, his help. No, that's not. What we were talking about at all. We were talking about that beforehand. We were talking about drinking his monotone singing. We were no, talking about Ghost Riders. We, we, we were talking about Ghost, Ghost Riders. That, that was the initial combo. And what made who hot. But the argument was that Drake's monotone singing has nothing to do with Ye because you never saw Ye as a singer, but you see Drake as a singer? They have the same style well, of singing. first of all, Drake, Drake no, they don't have the same side style of singing. Drake can actually sing. Hands down, in my personal opinion, Drake can sing. Kanye cannot sing. Well, let me pause you there. Without... Well, let me pause you there. You agree? No, what I was saying was Drake actually tried to be an R&B singer before a hip-hop artist, and the record label turned him down. Then he came back and released... Record labels turned him down? As an R&B I singer. As labels singer. turn down people all the time. That don't mean you're but not popular. But, then but also, you know, also if you remember I, the... I heard of Drake's career as far as like reading articles. No, that his first, his first mixtape that he sold a million of were included singing and rapping. rapping. This before and that, and like also, right at the beginning of Drake's career, at the time that I'm talking, when he sold a million albums as a mixtape... He was being coveted by every label in the fucking game, and he signed with Lil Wayne for we're, some weird. We're talking reason. about different. But, we're talking about different eras. Now nah, he was right? already on the, by the when time he was on like Degrassi. He tried to be an R and B singer like right after that, like in high school, like eighteen. He was turned down. Like people didn't think people were like, "Nah, this isn't what we're looking That's for." He then started hip hop. He was then started hip hop, and then backdoored into singing mm-hmm. because he's always wanted to be a singer. But but by the time he had put out so far gone. That back of the album had that Young Money stamp on it. So, you saying, God, this this dude's hot. He can spit and he can sing. Didn't hurt that he was co-signed by Wheezy. You know what I'm saying? I Not know. at all. It boosted him. My first higher. time hearing Drake was on Dedication 3, and he had spit on that, uh, what was that song by David Banner uh, with Chris Brown on it? Uh, Suicide Door, something like that. He had spit over the instrumental. That's the first time I heard him, but I heard him spitting though. Mm-hmm. What was the name of that mixtape that he dropped before the first album? So far gone. It was so far gone. And then he also, had the comeback season before that. But oh, on, yeah. on so far gone, there were tracks that eventually Young Money took and they flipped. One of them being the song I just had you tell me the title of. I can't remember again. That's weird. With that, in, it ended up featuring Eminem with the There They oh, Go. Oh, the Forever. Watching Shady. Yeah, Forever. Forever is one of the first tracks I heard from Drake mm. on that mixtape. The original Forever. Not the one that they just kept him on the hook and let every other nigga spit. The one I heard was Young it's, Money. I know Drake. Drake don't get his fucking respect. I'm, People love to strip him of his, of his respect because they try to throw Quentin Miller. I know Quentin Miller didn't write. Um, what it, I forgot to set up, but what he say? Um, he say. Um, and Drake just oh, means do right and kill everything was a bar to Quentin Miller had nothing to do with it. That's what I'm that's saying. A fire as so bar. lit. That was a fire. That's what I'm saying. Those before, was early Drake shit. If y'all remember, before Meek <coughs> dropped that bomb on Twitter, yep. and before he said that this cat had a ghostwriter, Drake was already yep. here. They was t- trying to call this man one of the greatest. Yeah, what Drake said, what Drake say, oh, you better get a blues clue. Oops, I mean a red clue. Rain, Wayne's here, Sue. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Like, like dog, Quentin didn't write that. Exactly. So who did if Drake didn't? That's what I, I so, know Drake is fit. I, I don't know. I just the, don't. the funny thing about the ghostwriter argument, and we could talk about this now because we don't remember what the original argument was here. <laughs> the ghostwriter argument. At the end of the day, what you're you've sang before, you've written and sang, mm-hmm. you've had people write for you and you've sang it before. Mm-hmm. It or maybe not, but mostly R and B singers have that permission to do that. Yeah. Beyonce has tons of writers. Tons of them. The, Chris yeah, Brown. There are certain, I've had a couple of songs written by them. There are, per, there are certain people who are singer-songwriters, and even they have songs written for them, because in R&B, it's permissed. And rap is not permissed. It reminds me of the anti-argument that I just made on uh, Young Old Heads, where I said rap is the one, cult, the one um, genre where we live the culture every day so everybody can be a rapper. Mm-hmm. So when you have a ghost rapper, it's like fabricating who you are. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't tell me that when I spit a bar and I say, my name Mike Lake, no, I'm not fake, I'm spitting here, oh good, <laughs> Jesus' sake. That bar means to me, and that was just off the top of here on some dumb shit. Fire. Thank you. But that's just uh, that I wrote it because I wrote it about me. Mm-hmm. You can't write what it is to be Mike Lake. Only one person in this room can, and that's my son over there playing Xbox. Well, see, that's the difference in music writing. So there are two types of artists. There are, type, there are artists that are singer-songwriters that write it completely by themselves and make the track. Yeah, and There are people that, those. like Pink, Pink will work with someone from, like, she, he, or, or people from, like, um, 
like different songwriters throughout the eighties and stuff like that to say, Hey, listen, I've been writing this and this is what I'm going for and I'm trying to do it. I can't make it work and then they'll start playing a melody, put her lyrics, their lyrics together yeah. and form a song. Then there are people that, Hey, here's a song. The melody's done, the mm-hmm. words are done, the mm-hmm. lyrics are done, you just need to go out and do karaoke. Yeah. And that's what that's the difference. Some people are feeling like Drake isn't collabing to write a song. That people are just coming Keep up and like, hey, here's your verse. Here's your song. verse. Yeah. Go out there and sing this verse. And, and to that, I would to that I would say because that's, that's not collabing at all. No, to make it to that I would say that's terrible. But I also don't think that that's what's happening. Well, I, I'm not saying it is. That was my argument against Beyonce for a long time because a lot of her songs were handed to her, sing them, and that's why I like Lemonade so much because it was like, hey, this is my life. Help me make this into something bigger. And, and, and it was beautiful. And without getting to the Beyonce argument with you and me and you again, because we can do this if you want to. No, no, no. But I was talking <laughs> to towards Drake. Like, no, no, there's no, two no. types of But I, I say here. to that this, as it stands with Drake, even though he may have a ghostwriter, I think it's more along the lines of, a here's, here's a hook and a sound. Um, example would be one of the biggest hits this summer, Work. Mm-hmm. Work was written by Party Next Door for him featuring Rihanna. He wrote it specifically for him speak Steve. Uh, he wrote it for him featuring Rihanna. Drake liked the sound and took it and basically hijacked him of his song. Mm-hmm. That's fucking bizarre. But let's not get into that. That was the co- that was the song and the sound, and then Drake put his own bars in there. The bars is my question. As a writer myself, I could write lyrics. I could freestyle lyrics. Not the earlier shit y'all just heard. Don't judge me. But <laughs> as a rapper... Nobody's gonna write my bars for me because you can't tell me about my life. Hip hop is the the ability to take what happens to you and to convey it through sounds. If JM, if I have you write me a hook, a bridge, and a and a melody, and we have another person produce it, and then I write my lyrics to it, yes, technically I have a ghostwriter, but that's not you writing my bars. Mm-hmm. That's you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the average person doesn't know this argument. Because most people don't know about the musical content and how... Like, I study music theory. You have, too. I play the piano. You play instruments. I don't know if you do or don't. But there's there's three phases of hip-hop. And y'all can correct me if I'm wrong here. In the three phases of hip-hop and the creation of a song, two of them permisses other people's input. One of them doesn't permiss it. The two are song format, meaning if you write the 12-bar hook and you write the idea for the song about clapping asses then that's what the song is about. I'll just spit bars over it. <laughs> producer can come in, produce a song. He could have two people produce a song. Three people could produce a song. Remember, uh, I got bras in Atlanta. Ye took that and re-reproduced it. Remember, uh, Sosa, Ye re-reproduced it. We also allow sampling in hip-hop. Mm-hmm. But then when we're talking about my lyrics, we're talking about the part that you need some things to get done, 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 done. That part, oh, wait, come over. That part is supposed to be true to him. And when people make the ghostwriter argument, they don't break it down like I'm doing right now. They just say, Drake got a ghostwriter. Well, I say, I don't care if anybody wrote the format of the song, and I don't care if, a produce, if four producers produced it. But if those lyrics ain't his, that's where I have a problem. Because those are the things that matter to me. I believe Kendrick put pen to pad. I believe J. Cole puts pen to pad. I believe Drake does too. I just don't know if he writes every song that we have a hit. Actually, I know for a fact he doesn't. Because we have input from people who say... I wrote that song and I gave it to him. And Steve may say it's the newer songs, like he said earlier, but I heard The Weeknd say, I wrote half the first album. We've heard Party Next Door contribute. We heard people who get an argument the first album. I know. You don't know if he wrote the bars or just the chorus and the hook and but the I melody. Don't, I'm telling you this. 50 as much said as he wrote Hated Eleven and Game, they've been fighting over who actually wrote that forever. I don't know who did or didn't, but my you, you know how I feel about Drake and I wouldn't be flying the Drake flag. I'm telling you this standing here right now. Out of all the things that happen in a song, I don't believe anybody's writing Drake's lyrics for him. That's what I'm saying. Y'all can argue whatever y'all want. You don't think anyone's want. as corny as Drake? I don't, I don't mm. think anybody can write a bar for Drake. <laughs> I don't Drake. think anyone can be that corny. I'm just I, corny or not, he likes him like you. <laughs> no, but I just say that to say, I just don't think people are writing his lyrics. If they're writing his lyrics, then he, he gets knocked down, way down in this argument. Because the other five guys in the lyrical, like the best lyricist argument right now from the new school... I believe they put in pen and pat. Of course. When Kendrick write bars and tell somebody tells me different, I believe it. When niggas like Kiss tell me they do, I believe it. Jake, uh, Joe Button, Lupe Fiasco, people like that, I believe it. Pure but lyricists. I also believe, you might argue, does Lupe have a ghostwriter because uh, Guy Sebastian wrote Battle Scars? 
I don't know. Loopy got mad features with singers. I know he ain't writing the singer bars because he ain't a singer. Do you feel me on that? Yeah, no, I understand because Childish Gambino didn't do any of the accompaniment or anything on his last album. He, he just sang the songs. He just sang the lyrics. Exactly. Yeah. So the argument, when someone says ghostwriter to the average person who doesn't know, they may say, oh, you got a ghostwriter people wrote for you? Fuck you. And I say, <laughs> well, did you write his lyrics? Did you spit? Did you write the 16? Because if you did, then that's a Well, Quinn Miller for sure has written... Tracks. Like, 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 no, not just, I'm talking about bars oh, that oh, Drake he, has rap. Oddly enough, Steve's right. We've listened to that. He, he has, but also in the same breath, like, you think Drake, Drake has took Quentin's uh, cadence in songs and maybe replaced a few lyrics here or there. Right. But it also has been said, how do you feel about this? Sometimes, bro, if when you're a, when you're a Drake, you're that busy, you're writing hits for Rihanna, you're writing hits for Beyonce, you're writing hits for whoever else. You think he's writing so much that other people have to write things for him? Like, how much can like, I not dismissing him, not saying it's okay, but how much can, if you're that busy, how much can you really write? Like, like you, you wrote, you're writing for, you're writing for top pop stars. At what point, when you finally get down to yourself, you may need help too. Who who spit the bars for him on that? Uh, what a time to be alive. Quentin. The whole all the all the raps. He, every last one. I don't know about every last one. We we listen to mad reference tracks. I'm sorry. Well, I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking of um um. That if it's too late. Yeah, I'm, that's what I think. Right. But I think Drake wrote all I those raps. I think Drake wrote that too. I think Drake wrote Drake wrote that. Because you think about it. You go back and listen to that album. The things he's saying, like he, he even mentioned Quentin. He even mentioned Quentin. He said he would say, "I might take Quentin to uh, the Fallies. What's that? A restaurant yeah. or something like that?" Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like like he even mentioned take. I'm, I'm sure Quentin wasn't writing rest Like, hold on, let me add I'm myself. A, if, I'm a reference myself. Take me to <laughs> but you know what? I think Quentin Quentin Miller <laughs> was lame for that man, and I say that because. Wait, 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 you say you think Quinn was lame? No, Quinn yeah. only responded when uh, Dream no, Chase told brought that shit out. But he could have kept quiet. But go ahead. He did. The niggas beat his ass, and he didn't tell. No, he told. If you if you really eating, <laughs> he did tell. If you really want to, you know what I'm saying. That's eat, how I, eat, that's how I know keep eating. Keep eating. Keep your mouth shut. You right, know what I'm saying. Right, right, right. You could have been like, if Meek said, it'd be like, well, I'm, not a, I'm not. I'm not going to confirm. Say or, nothing. Yeah. Say, say I'm not going to confirm or deny. Or you could just be like, No, it didn't happen. Yeah. That way. You're lying. That you way. get on Vlad TV. Yeah, you know it is true. Well, you know they've been saying Vlad is the um, cops for the longest. <laughs> Saying that. All I know is all I know is Tax Stone's last pod, last interview was with Vlad. Free tax, in, man. And he's in jail right now. I, to, That's all free, I know. Free, free to, to, that, to that, I say... <laughs> Unfortunately, I believe Tax is done, and I think we'll never get another Tax. Steve, didn't let, so, Steve didn't let my sip and breathe. I love Tax. Steve didn't let my sip breathe. Free my dog tax, man. I hey, please free tax, but I don't think tax. Dude, Steve, dude, yeah, Steve's been on this for about a week. Like, also talking about like I think he's he's. I've known I've known Steve. Million years. I've known Steve for about <laughs> twenty years now. As much as he want tax free, let's be real. It's a Tag lot of it's, it's a lot of niggas saying free people that did shit and they should get penalized for the shit they Big did. Dog, you think tax? Goes? We've been saying it for years. Yeah, since that's because Mike voted for Trump. I though. think tax. I did, <laughs> Hold on, how you gonna try to flip my narrative? Your narrative on me. We've been saying you voted for Trump the whole time, bitch. I, anyone that's listened to any podcast, Shift Division meeting, knows I did not vote for Trump. Uh, I've been getting in arguments right, left and right, 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 right people right. on social media. I might, I might have voted so for Trump. So you think Texas is going to carry? Mm, nah, man. I think I the, think going to makes it look like he, he's gone. We can talk about this briefly and we got to go, but I'll say this. Going or not, the delay in fighting this shit is going to stall him out. I'm not saying that he can't come back to the podcast, but we're not going to have a podcast for at least six months. Damn. Well, they, talk, they were well, talking he, about he putting him he, on he, uh, he house arrest and he could still record at the crib. He already was denied bail, so there's no house arrest there. He has to wait till his trial date, at whenever point that is, then be given house arrest, and then maybe he can start recording again. I'm saying six months. He already was denied bail. Bro, that's, that dude's podcast is like one Six of the highlights of, of my media. week. It might, be, might as well be a decade. The denial of bail. Button tax. Hey, when he got Brady denied bail, what's the next thing you saw on the website? You sent it to a screenshot. Uh, I don't remember I'd like to thank everybody for the I support, know, but we're not going to be back for a little while. That's what he said? Et that's what the... It, when you go yeah. to his... Uh, on the... On the um, I, iTunes. Yeah, I, I got you. It's not like that on Snapchat. you're an iPhone user, you can say it. It was his Twitter. It was it was the tax pod, podcast Twitter that. It was that. a screenshot from the iTunes, I thought. No, just from his um, from the podcast whatever um, it was. Because when you go to his sound, when you go to his uh, what's the I listen to it on Spotify. Nothing's there. Just the last episode. There's no message. Mm. 
But the screenshot that was sent to me, I thought was from iTunes. But that came out when you click on it, it'll say we'll the, be back the with Troy new shit. Ass shit dude. Like, yeah, man, it's it's bad shit. But I like I really appreciate you boys for falling through. I think we really got to get back here for these weekly conversations on the Poor Podcast because the Poor Podcast is the flagship show of Shift Division Media. It's been a while since we recorded, but I had a good time here today. Uh, thank you for Steve for coming through. Yeah, man, I'm happy to be here, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, definitely. Always, JM. Thank you for coming through. Hello. <laughs> the same same intro and outro, <laughs> bitch. And the, the illustrious Kelly, Carrie. I'll call him Kelly. Yeah, Carrie and his fucking beard is here. <laughs> Appreciate you having me on, big dog. Always, man. You want me? Maybe that's things in store for the future. We'll see. We'll talk. Yeah. Uh, but this is <laughs> Shift Division Media presents the Poor Podcast number eleven. If you don't know what eleven is, look it up on Urban Dictionary. I am your host. I am Mike Lake, and we'll be back next week with more. This is again the poor podcast and we out. Yeah.